0: Our story takes place in Sylacauga, Alabama, when a meteorite crashed through the roof of a house and into a living room, bounced off a radio, and struck a woman on the hip. Like, are you kidding me? Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. One thing that you simply do not hear about almost at all, even today, is someone actually being struck by a meteorite. But that's what happened in a small town in Alabama. This day in weather history. In the times before science and common sense, they told of how gods would get so mad at the people that they would throw pieces of the sky upon them. There were tales of names like Zeus striking down mortals with his bolts of lightning. What we were probably looking at was someone actually being struck by lightning because, well, you know, it happens. It happens a lot, in fact. And as for the sky being thrown at us, likely we were hearing a description. Ah, the meteor shower. The slogan Roll Tide thunders through the University of Alabama's Bryant-Denny Stadium at their home in Tuscaloosa. It likely is drawn from the fact that they border a Gulf shore known for devastating hurricanes and associated massive tidal waves. But what they never likely ever thought about was how the first modern instance of a meteorite actually striking a human being would be possible, let alone happening in their own crimson tide state. They called the Kennedy bullet the magic bullet in the film JFK because of its impossible and improbable twists and turns it would have to make to do what it did by just one shooter. How about a meteorite behaving like a pinball machine ball on tilt? The space rock was identified as a sulfide meteorite weighing 8.5 pounds, almost 4 kilograms, and measured 7 inches in length. That's actually kind of large. And the victim was poor Mrs. Elizabeth Hodges, who was asleep taking a nap on her living room couch at the time the object came crashing into and through her house. Thankfully, she was not permanently injured, but suffered a nasty bruise along her hip and leg. I mean, seriously, do you think she was hit with a meteorite? Although there are stories chronicled in ancient Chinese records of people being injured or killed from falling meteorites, this Alabama slammer was the first modern recorded incident of such an outrageously improbable thing happening at all. Here's how it played out. November 30th, 1954, clear afternoon in Sylacauga, Alabama. Anne was having a nap on her couch covered by quilts. A softball-sized chunk of rock from outer space comes crashing through her roof, takes a bunch of crazy bounces, and hits her on the hip. Normally we hear of meteorites falling into the ocean or driving into one of Earth's more open and remote places, so this was a crazy thing to ever consider happening. But when you consider just how many people are on Earth today, roughly 8 billion, then how many people have ever been on this planet in its existence? And in 1954, this was the first actual, legit, documented incident of this happening? The odds are dizzying. You know, the Toronto Maple Leafs actually have a better chance of winning the Stanley Cup than anyone ever being hit by a meteorite. People in town knew something was up, though, because before the meteorite slammed into Ann's living room, people in Sylacauga and across eastern Alabama had reported seeing, and I quote, a bright reddish light like a Roman candle trailing smoke, while others saw, and I quote, a fireball like a gigantic welding arc accompanied by a tremendous explosion and brown cloud then just like a scene out of the x-files mixed with national lampoons a government geologist working in a nearby quarry was called to the scene and determined the object was a meteorite but there were naysayers there of course were those who either thought it was a ufo or suspected the soviets remember this is 1954 less than 10 years past the end of world war ii The Cold War paranoia was obviously running high, so the local Sylacauga police chief confiscated the Black Rock and turned it over to the Air Force. After they confirmed again that it was a meteorite, the question then was what to do with it. That's where this disintegrated into a three-ring circus of Anne claiming it hit her, so God intended her to have it. But their landlord, Bertie, that's right, her name was Bertie, said they only rent here, so it's hers. There were lawyers and local squabbles and greed, and it's really not worth getting into. The only thing that matters here is that on November 3rd of 1954, a human was struck by a rock from outer space that made its way through a house to a hip to the history books. This day in weather history. Tomorrow we start a brand new month. It is the meteorological first day of winter. That is December the 1st. Now, we know that there is a lot of snow that happens in uh, the Midwest of the United States, especially the upper Midwest, especially in states like the Grain Belt region, Ohio, as an example. So for there to be a storm in this state, no big deal. But if it is strong enough, powerful enough to send 10 train cars clear off their streets in the middle of a busy day, well, that's one that we're going to investigate on this day in weather history tomorrow with me, your host, Chris May.